A man walks next to his hinny, pulling lightly on her lead line, clicking his tongue and coaxing her along. A deer carcass hangs off her croup, tied down with a frayed rope. Trailing ten yards behind them, a boy struts with a pellet rifle perched over his shoulder. The trail in front of them stretches out for a mile, rising over a gentle slope of a foothill, then plunges below the crest. A cottonwood grove approaches on the right. Let's check for water up yonder, the man says, pointing towards the trees and pulling on the animal's line. Can you show me how to field dress the deer? That should be fine, but let's get going now. As they approach the tree line, the buzzing of flies slowly grows louder, accompanied by a faint hot odor. What's that smell, Pops? Well, son, smells a bit like a battlefield. The man narrows his gaze and slows his pace. Stay behind me. The trees thin out as they draw closer, and around a slight bend in the grove, the man sees the tongue of a carriage sticking out, but no horse. Slowly more of the vehicle peers out from behind the trees and the man sees the body of the driver hung over the side irons. A crow sits on the head of the body, pecking at its face, fibers of muscles dangling from its beak. The man stops and turns to the boy. What are you going to do? Might be some supplies we can use. He hands the lead line to the boy. Stay here. The man approaches the driver, and the crow doesn't budge. He leans in, running his eyes over the corpse, and sees pieces of skin missing over the cheeks and nose. The bird pecks at the eyes, and the man swats at it, smacking it on the side of the head. The crow flies away, cawing in defiance. The man removes his hat and lowers his head. After a moment of prayer, he looks at the boy. Keep an eye out. The boy nods. The man scales the carriage and opens the passenger door, struck in the face with an ungodly stench. Holding his collar over his nose, he picks through the belongings, finding only a handful of vials and a crate labeled snake oil. His feet stumble over a bulging tarp along the floorboards. Thinking it to be some provisions worth salvaging, he yanks it onto the ground outside. He unrolls it, only to find a pile of skeletal remains of what he assumes is a girl, judging by the periwinkle blue fabric tangled in her bones. He steps back and wipes his brow. The boy approaches and stops next to his father. What are we supposed to do? Well, son... He tugs on the cuffs of his shirt. We bury the girl. Whatever the man. Let the crows have him. <laughs>